0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news in health research. It's a blessed day down here at Health Masters. We're staying busy, as always. Got some sunshine today. It should be a nice, you know, cool 100 degrees or so. I think the truck temperature was reading 101 yesterday, so it's warming up just fine down here as normal in Florida. And one thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, and I, I saw this article earlier, and this is kind of what we touched based on yesterday and expanding further on why it's so important that everybody start getting active in their kids' education, their kids' school boards, their kids' – what they're being taught and trained. And there was an article that was extremely disturbing to me that I saw out of exter New Hampshire. I'm not sure if I'm spelling they saying that right. It's E-X-E-T-E-R. Exeter? Ixter. I don't know. Weird name. New Hampshire, which doesn't surprise me it's coming out of New Hampshire as that's a very blue state, but the article was nonetheless very disturbing. And Annie Marie Banfield, who wrote on the blog of Granite Grock, reported New Hampshire representative Melissa Litchfield, who represents the Brentwood district, posted to Facebook Tuesday that some constituents informed her that their unvaccinated students who attended the Exeter high school prom Monday night, had to have numbers written on their hand with a sharpie and were tracked throughout the entire evening. Been numerous reports of this, she said, as angry constituents called her, emailed her, and texted her, they said they were on the dance floor, they had to raise their hands every three songs so their numbers could be recorded by other underclass students for contact tracing purposes of all those who were unvaccinated, there's even more to the story but alone that's surprising as it is they also left the list of students, first and last name with the info of whether they had been vaccinated or not, on the table outside of the prom, the very next morning one of the constituents found it, basically took a photo of it and she said this information A, should not be shared B, no should not be left around to be accessed to it, we're now having medical segregation And I've seen photos now from all over the country, you know, vaccinated here, unvaccinated here. It's very disturbing to me because I wasn't alive back when the whole segregation thing was going on. But we've all seen the photos of, you know, blacks only, whites only, as far as for water fountains and stuff. And that was, that was not okay. That was never okay. And I mean, there's a reason why we got rid of that. And now we've literally reverted now. To medical segregation, where now you have a group of individuals, if they have allowed themselves to be an experimental test dummy for an RNA gene editing injection, they now basically have perks of living a little bit more free. While those who do not want to be an experiment and do not want to be injected with a, a unapproved injection, they now basically are treated like sub-citizens like peasants, like the lowest of the lowest class. You you guys got to go stand in the back. Oh, we got to put Sharpies on your hands. We have to mark you. Oh, by the way, you can't sit here. You got to sit in the back. Oh, vaccinated don't have to wear a mask, but you, you don't have your shot. You don't have your experimental shot. You have to wear a mask still. Where are we going with this, my friends? How long are we going to continue to comply? I've told everybody, do not under any circumstances comply with a vaccine passport at all. Do not comply with any of the restrictions. If they say we, uh, this is for vaccinated only, go wherever you want. Don't answer the questions. If they say, have you been vaccinated? Say, I'm not answering any medical questions. What are you, you asking me? I'm not going to answer that. That blatantly violates HIPAA. I told you the other night when we went into the, the school board, big signs everywhere. All masks required for entry. Lady opens door. You have to put a mask on. Walk past her. Guy walks up to the desk, oh, you need to come over here, you need to put on a mask and check your temperature. No, thank you. Well, you have to wear a mask to go in when you check your temperature. No, I'm good. Walked off. I'm not going to do it. I wasn't going to sit there and argue with him. I was just, no. No, this is not what we're going to do. not going to comply with this. If they want to physically grab me and try to put a mask on my face, well. That's that's going to be their prerogative. We'll see how that handles for them. But when you start going in and consenting, which 80 to 90% of what's been going on right now is based almost solely on consent, you give them more power and you hand them more of your freedom every single time. The parents at this high school should have said, absolutely not. You're not writing a Sharpie number on my child. I'm not disclosing whether or not they've had a shot, an experimental shot or not. We're not doing that. Then, quite frankly, a lot of them probably may not have been able to go to prom, or they may have been able to go to. That's what I said the other day when we were at the school board thing. We were outside at first, and they were not letting anybody in. They were saying mask required when we first got there. I looked at everybody and I said, how about we all just walk in without mask and don't comply? I said, they're not going to arrest all of us. One of the ladies said, yeah. I said, how about we just don't comply? There's 40 or 50 of us out here. What are they going to do? They're going to bring a paddy wagon out? They're going to zip tie all of us because we're not wearing a mask when there's no law at all. There's no law ratified by Congress. There are no health laws that say you can be arrested for not wearing a mask. These have all been local restrictions that have overstepped their boundaries. And now we're seeing that there's now been fifth states that are now moving to curb public health agency powers following the lockdown carnage. They said more than a dozen states now have passed or advanced legislation to place new restrictions on powers of public health agencies in the wake of the overblown Fake pandemic. I added fake on there because this that ne- was never classified, could never be classified as a pandemic when you actually look at what really happened. 99.7% survival rate. That cannot be construed as a pandemic under any circumstances. So, again, my friends, do not consent to this right now. You don't have to answer questions. You don't have to tell people if you've had been injected or not. You don't have to answer that. There's something in this country called freedom that we have a small remnant of still. And unless we maintain it, and unless we continue, we continue to fight for it every step of the way, it's going to disappear real fast. Real fast. I saw a quote from John Adams the other day, and it was at the later end of his life, after he had been through the Revolutionary War and everything. And he said You will never know, he's talking to a group, and he said, you will never know how much it cost my generation to preserve your freedom. I hope you make good use of it. And I told you guys this a couple months ago. I said, the sad part about it is this generation is we're freedom trust fund babies. We've been given all this stuff over the decades and centuries of fighting and freedom fighting, and we don't appreciate it. We don't know how we got it. We're just willing to give it up for a little bit of Protection that's not even real. None of it's real. It's all a fallacy. The only person that's there to protect you, newsflash, it's you. It's not anybody else's responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility to wear a mask to protect you or social distance to protect you or get a shot to protect you. It's your responsibility. We all have a independent primary responsibility to ourselves and our family to take care of ourselves far as that it's nobody else's responsibility so it's time we start taking that concept of freedom of personal responsibility of self-sufficiency and we actually take it back and start utilizing it in doing what we're supposed to do as americans
1: dad what do you think uh, you're you're right I mean, you know freedom you know is not something that that came lightly for the united states of america we declared no. ourselves sovereign citizens and we went against king george i mean There were a lot of people who died in the Revolutionary War, a lot of top-notch people, top-tier people, very wealthy people, very wealthy plantation owners, landholders, killed, hung, you know, whatever, bankrupt. And and they were willing to give everything, all of it. And and it's sad because, you know, in the concentration camps in Germany and even before the concentration camps, they made the Jews wear a yellow star that said Yuda. And, you know, And in the concentration camps, they walked in there, they tattooed them on their wrists, now we're writing tattoos with Sharpies on people's hands. And now, they're, of course, they're red, you can remove them. But is that the first step? Are we going to be tattooed? Are we Are going to be wearing yellow stars that say, unvaxxed? Is that where we're headed? Uh, probably. If this doesn't stop. I mean, this is real. And, you know, it's our responsibility to do something about this individually, like Austin just said. Now, we've got to pray like it's all up to God. We've got to work like it's all up to us that's why that old german thing i always read to you und Gebet und Arbeit, heißen Sie, two fundamental principles of life that can never be broken prayer and work that's what we have to do we have to fight this with everything you know people have to take responsibility but see people in america stop taking responsibility for their health for their weight for their exercise for their lifestyle choices they do whatever they want to do and they don't realize that it affects their lifestyle and what ends up happening is they end up becoming a ward of the state dependent upon other people paying their bills because they want to eat 15,000 calories a day or they don't ever want to exercise or never want to walk. I had another friend of mine who's a pastor. Uh, His name's Wade. I won't give you his last name. And last week, you know, Wade's like 55, 56 years old. He went in for his second COVID shot and was dead 24 hours later. Dead. Massive stroke. Blood clot to the brain. Dead. Gone. Finished. Another pilot here in Bartow. Works for the sheriff's department did work for the sheriff's department got his physical last week 60 years old excellent condition took the covid shot 24 hours later dead gone done stroke gone finished yeah it all depends on how good a shape your endothelial lining is in the blood vessel line is because if once it attacks that and starts producing clots you start having clots going out throughout the system and it's unbelievable but they're trying to force us right now <laughs> at the methodist hospital in houston they've laid off 178 health care workers were suspended from Houston Medical Methodist Hospital because they refused to get the COVID vaccine. Refused. And now they've been suspended. Germany right now, this is absolutely nuts, makes rapid virus tests a key to everyday freedoms. Berlin, you want to go out and get a meal indoors in Germany? Get a test. Want to stay at a hotel as a tourist or work out at a gym? Same answer. Get a test within 24 hours. For the many Germans who have not yet been vaccinated, the key to COVID freedom has come from the end of a nasal swab in a rapid test center. They have multiplied at the speed usually reserved for the country's Audubon. Abandoned cafes, out of business because of COVID, nightclubs, out of business because of COVID, have been converted. Wedding tents have been converted. They've been repurposed. Even the back seats of bicycle taxis have a new use as tourists have been replaced by Germans being swabbed by testers in full protective gear. Germany is one of a handful of countries betting heavily on testing, as well as vaccines, to beat the pandemic. Germans have been put into a <laughs> concentration camp called Germany. I mean, it's getting worse over there, and worse and worse and worse as they continue to destroy their own country. And then we have people that are psychoanalyzing whites. This is amazing. Whiteness is a malignant. This is, this is a journal. This is in the Journal of the American Psychoanalytical Association. They published a paper by a white psychoanalyst. His name is Dr. Ronald Donald Moss, and he said. Whiteness is a malignant, parasitic-like condition. What? It's voracious, sensational, and perverse with no permanent cure. So wait a minute. Did he just make being white a psychiatric disorder? Yep, he sure did. As a psychiatric disorder, it needs to be treated. Treatment can involve, I guess, counseling. Treatment can involve drugs, drug therapy. Are they going to tell you that you're going to start taking drugs to combat your whiteness, are you going to be forced down into a gurney? Are you going to be picked up through the local sheriff's department because you're white because you refuse to take your medication? as being tracked by nanotechnology to get rid of your whiteness? Okay, well come on, Ted. I can't go. I'm just telling you what they said and they published it. And here's another interesting too, thing too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you this. This is this is interesting. Magnetism. You know, we've been hearing all these things about these things being magnetic. And I kind of when I first saw that stuff as far as these vaccines being magnetic, I thought. You know, that sounds a little bit too far-fetched for me. You know, all of a sudden, I've gotten all of these people contacting me with pictures of magnets stuck to them, all the stuff on the Internet. And, and you know, it, it, it's crazy what's going on. You know, we literally thought this was a hoax. We really did. But thousands of people have taken the social media and recording themselves being stuck with these refrigerator magnets. Uh, there's a health economist. Her name is Dr. Jane Ruby. She's got 20 years in pharmaceutical research. And she says basically what's happening is these are manipulative magnetic nanoparticles and that they were added to the shot because it's more aggressive delivery mechanism to get the mRNA that creates the spike protein in every cell in your body. It's a process called magnetofection. And they're using magnetic fields through different chemicals to actually concentrate the mRNA in the people's cells. This is in alignment with everything we've been reporting for weeks. That's why magnets are sticking to people. So, what is it in a nanolipoparticle that is super delivery system that they're replacing in your body that synthetic RNA and DNA can't be going unless it's forced in via magnets into magnetic field resonance? This is to force your cells to make over and over and over again dangerous spike protein. This doctor goes on to say that we're going to hear more and more about spions, which stands for supramagnetic iron oxide nanoparticles, where they're putting this magnetic field technology in and around lipid nanoparticle envelopes to get this mRNA into your cells. Why do they do that? Because the mRNA is so delicate, so easily degraded. It's another reason why it's stored at 70 degrees below zero. It only lasts for a little while. They want to get the cells as quickly as possible. There are hundreds of components called polymags that are available in 200 milligram vials that can be used to put magnetic fields around your molecules. The company is from Germany. It's called Chemicel. And I've posted it on our website, C-H-E-M-I-C-E-L. And yes, this is a real company. And it sells these products with the following disclaimer: the magnetofection reagents and all of our components are developed, and designed, intended, and sold for research use, and they're not for any use on humans. Okay, <laughs> why are they in these vaccines? You know, think through what they're doing to us and why they're doing it. In fact, if you pull up their own website, it says right here: it says basically, uh, this is this is this this it says. The chem cell now offers fluid magpega-anine magnetic nanoparticles, and these magnetic p- compounds are useful for covalent coupling to carboxyl groups of the target molecule. So they're telling you that it actually increases the ability of this product to enter into the cell. It says the modification of a protein, a peptide, or other target molecule by linking of one or more polyethylene glycol Oh, boy, that's, that's right. It's in the chain. It's in the shot, too, it? It's a useful tool to improve the stability of a protein. This involves a prolonged resistance in the body, resonance in the body, a decreased degradation by metabolic enzymes, and a reduction of the elimination of protein immunogenicity. Now, what they're telling you, basically, is it makes the products more effective as far as penetrating the cell wall. And wow, they're actually injecting this into humans. And I'm, I'm on the I'm on the website right now of Chemisell, reading directly to you from that, which I'm posting on the website. So why is this happening, and, and who's doing all this to us? Well, well, the reality is this: we've got this cabal that runs the world, and we have to understand that a lot of this started, you know, several hundred years ago in earnest, back in the 1700s, with a guy by the name of Adam Weissop. He was the guy who founded the Order of Illuminati. And we have to understand this guy is the same guy that worked directly with Sabbate Zevi, and the rest of these guys from the Frankists who decided they were going to create this unbelievably negative energy field around the planet by making everything negative all of the time. <laughs> so what we have here is a group of people that have infiltrated Christianity, Infiltrated the Catholic churches, infiltrated by everybody, you know, to, to get into the Christian churches. This has been going on for years and years. These people, one of them name was named Bella Todd, that revealed that during the 1930s, the person who researched on this, said the Communist Party had 1,100 members join the Catholic priesthood. They became bishops, cardinals, and popes by adopting this chameleon strategy, this satanic cult of Sabbateans, of Frankists of Kabbalists, which is what is based out of the Zohar, infiltrated and subverted most governments and religions and established an invisible invisible tyranny without drawing much attention. In the words of the gifted researcher Clifford Shack, through infiltration, stealth, cunning, this invisible network has come to rule us all. Through the cult that rules the world, the death cult of the Kabbalah. And this is the group. Remember this. These Sabbateans... They felt as though that everything had to be evil. They ran they into Khanza orgies, they did human sacrifice, did everything. And you know, and then they brought the Rothschilds in through Jacob Frank. And this 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 was a seventeenth century apostate cult of Judaism, and basically it was founded in the Ottoman Empire from where it spread to Eastern Europe, and followers of this belief held that the Messiah, their snake god, would return when the people had become good or when the people had become bad, but they believed it'd be easier to bring the Messiah back. By pursuing the dark path and worshiping the Kabbalah snake. I mean, this is crazy stuff, guys, but this is what they believe. In 1756, the Frankish successors of the Sabbateans were excommunicated by establishment rabbis for their heretical satanic practices, but they are said to have reemerged under numerous stealthy disguises. You know, and now here they are again promoting this Hasidic Kabbalist mess in which they continue to do everything they want to do whenever they want to do it to run the world because they control the money supply of the world. And this is something that we have to understand. This is the group that has taken down the planet. This is that group. This is the cabalists. And again, why are we the only people to talk about this? I think I told you guys about a month ago. We went on a big, huge talk show. I mean, it's a huge Christian talk show, huge Christian network in over 60, 70 million households all over the United States of America. and And it's interesting because I pulled the gloves off on this show. I mean, I did. I actually pulled the gloves off and I decided I was going to go full tilt as far as what I was going to talk about on this show. And we started talking about what they were doing to us as a people, what they were doing to us as Christians, who the cult that ruled the world is. And I thought, okay, I'm going to just see if these guys will actually air this. I want to see if they'll actually put this on the network. Because remember, Zionism has completely, totally taken over, completely and totally taken over Christian Zionist TV, which is what it is, which promotes Israel, which is the home of this cabal, this luciferian cult this group that worships the snake in the tree the largest homosexual destinations in the world largest homosexual destination parades in the world all of this stuff right there in Tel Aviv and we've been told we have to support them no matter what and we've done that and after they've attacked you know palestine a few weeks ago they've now getting another another billion dollars of military aid ted cruz and you know lindsay decided to make sure that it would happen this past week but, but but the reality is this what happened when i did this show what happened well here's the thing here's a here's a uh, text from the host of the show ted good evening one of my viewers just sent me a voicemail that youtube has censored the interview <laughs> By the way, when Austin and I spoke to the county the other night to the county school board, it was censored within 12 minutes. Just thought, thought i mentioned to you that. Ted, good evening. One of my viewers just sent me a voicemail. YouTube has censored the interview about the COVID-19 vaccine. Our interview has been censored and it's been pulled from YouTube. Just wanted to let you know. By the way, YouTube gave our entire network a warning. Put that show back on and they will remove all YouTube videos from this television Christian network. Yeah, that just happened. I got that text yesterday. That tells you the extent of the resolve of the cabal, of the cabal that rules the world that wants you to believe all the lies they tell you, the same ones that are using nanomagnetic technology to force magnetic fields inside of your cell walls to force better assimilation of an RNA-changing RNA vaccine that's going to create spike proteins that's going to cause un- endothelial damage, cause you to have strokes and heart attacks and leakage of your gut and septus. Oh yeah, that same group. That's why so many people are dying. And I told you guys this a month ago, two months ago. I keep repeating it. I'll say it again now. There will be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dead people within the next few years from this vaccine. And they will never attribute these deaths to the vaccine. They will attribute the deaths to the fact that everybody's not vaccinated and that we are the spreaders of the ones who refuse to take the vaccine. But the irony will be this, and they won't tell you this. The people will be dying like this with all this endothelial damage, blood vessel damage. Would be those people who decided to take the kill shot, guys, this is so important you understand this this is serious stuff they're doing right now, and this magnetic cellular technology let me tell you something guys this is off world technology they're telling you you got spaceships flying around they're disclosing that now I've been telling you that for years on the show this is off world entities, other dimensional entities, demons and fallen angels and whatever the other riff raff is that runs around the universe guys. This is the group that's taking and running the affairs of this planet, giving this type of technology to us. Remember, a little over 100 years ago, we had Kitty Hawk. Hello? Hello, everybody listening? Kitty Hawk. We were basically flying a box kite with a lawnmower motor on it. That's what we were doing, trying to put two people on it, not kill them. They called the Wright Brothers. And all of a sudden, a little over 100 years later, we got nanotechnology that's using magnetic interfaces with cellular walls. Are you joking me? No, I'm not. This is off-world technology given us by these entities, just like they did in Genesis chapter 6, because they want every thought evil all of the time. And that's what Jesus told you, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. He warned you and told you what they were going to do, and here we find ourselves. Wow. Austin, what do you think, bud?
0: Well, you're we're exactly right. And, you know, in regards to YouTube, I've had a few people ask me this because I was also very interested in Well, I had a conversation with my brother Yesterday, Harrison up in law school, Florida State. And I asked him, I said, what is the uh, ramifications as far as with YouTube that we can do as far as suing them for the censorship down here in Florida? And he goes, well, basically, SB 7072, which basically allows lawsuits to be filed for deplatforming and censorship unjustly. It doesn't go into effect till July 1st, and we haven't been able to see whether or not it's going to mean it's retroactive or everything after July 1st. A lot of it is geared towards politicians and candidates that are running, but it does have a clause for citizens. He said right now, the companies are in court arguing that the Floridian bill is unconstitutional. (laughs) So they are arguing that they have the right to censor free speech because they're a Private platform, but they also can't be held liable for what anybody says because they're a public platform. They want to have it both ways, and this has been the issue that we've seen now with YouTube and Facebook and all of them over the last couple of years is they want to have all the benefits of being a public platform, but they want to be a private business, a private entity at the same time. And what it basically says in that SB7072 the Santa has pushed is that the social media platforms have now become the new town hall. Due to the technology that we're currently seeing, there's no longer this aspect of where people just go out and have conversations in certain areas. Social media has become a a ground for everybody to communicate and discuss and talk with one another, which is great. But now we've seen what this has turned into, and we warned about this years ago because we knew this was starting to happen very slowly but very surely. And once they started doing it and they blatantly went off the rails and started censoring Donald Trump and banned him, once they started going in and completely deplatforming websites with legitimate news like Zero Hedge, that point in time we all realized – This is not a joke anymore, and this is why DeSantis has been so actively pushing against these social media platforms down here in Florida, because this has gotten insane. Exactly what Dad just said. Not only are they going in and removing videos for no legitimate reason whatsoever, so there's no longer a basis of, well, this is an opinion on this. This is free speech on this. It's, we don't like what you're saying. It doesn't go along with the WHO propaganda, the World Health Organization propaganda, which, by the way – Please remind me when the World Health Organization is listed in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Oh, wait. There isn't. I don't know when we handed over our freedom of speech to the World Health Organization. Oh, if the World Health Organization doesn't say it, then you can't say it. What? Are we, are we talking about that level of tyranny now? Yeah, that's where we are. Everybody's seen it now on social media. They have little box at the bottom. The CDC basically does not agree with this or this does not go along with the CDC guidelines. Who cares? The CDC and the WHO were neck deep in making sure the numbers were so fabricated and manipulated with COVID deaths that they had the numbers go through the roof every single day. There were the same ones that said it doesn't even matter if you don't have a positive test, if somebody has two or more symptoms from COVID, such as a sore throat or a headache, automatically list them as COVID. Oh, if somebody dies – doesn't matter. PCR test them. Turn the basically the rotations up on it or the cycle rate up on it so high. Doesn't matter. It's funny. There's a video back, I think, a couple years ago when uh, the uh, bobbling, bobblehead Fauci was actually talking about reference to the PCR test. It wasn't even reference to coronavirus. It was talking about the PCR test in general. And he was saying that once you go over like 17 cycles on it, the chances of getting a false positive go up tremendously. Once you go past like 30 cycles, there's like a 95% chance that you're going to have a false positive. Well, you guys remember what the WHO and the CDC recommended? They run the PCR test on COVID. You remember when they first came out? 35 cycles, literally almost guaranteed you were going to have some type of positive result. And that's why they had the cases continue to go up. People dropping dead with a heart attack, dropping dead from diabetes, dropping dead from pancreatic cancer. Swab them, PCR test them. We've seen it. We called it. We showed you the numbers. We showed you the proof on it. Didn't matter. People didn't want to listen to it. They want to continue to believe the lie and buy into the Covidian cult. And that's where we're at now. And just to show you what a hardcore communist Covidian cult they're trying to promote. UK government advisor and former Communist Party member, Susan Mitchie, got on an interview in the UK yesterday and said that mask mandates and social distancing should continue forever. Her word, forever. And people should adopt such behavior just as they did with wearing seatbelts. Such control measures should become part of people's normal, routine behavior. Ah, now you're starting to see what it was all about. Now people start realizing why I was so adamant and Dad was so adamant about not complying with this stuff. She goes on the stage, she goes, there's a lot of different behaviors that we've changed in our lives. We now routinely wear seatbelts we didn't used to. Now we routinely pick up dog poop in parks, but we didn't used to. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So <laughs> picking up Dog poop in a public park is now equated to you wearing your mask and dropping your O2 levels in your body and increasing your risk of numerous diseases, including cancer and increasing bacterial pneumonia. That's what we're comparing wearing masks to, or seatbelts. I haven't seen any research showing that seatbelts dramatically reduce your oxygen levels or have a huge negative impact on your overall health and brain health. There's not. This is the lie that they're trying to push over and over and over again. You do what we say, we'll protect you. I don't need their protection. I don't want their protection. I'm not asking their protection. I'm not going to take their protection. Because once you start giving your rights over for protection, you get neither. You have absolutely nothing. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting enough, as we see Big Pharma, how they've continually, continually – ruin people's lives with a huge amount of their drugs that have some of the most debilitating side effects we've ever seen. That's just what it is. I mean, oh, you have restless leg syndrome? Well, side effects may include pancreatic cancer, may include brain cancer, and possibly death. But it's okay. We're going to show you a video on the commercial of two people running through the field with butterflies and showing how happy they are. They don't have restless leg syndrome anymore. But don't worry about the side effects. It's nauseating. And it's ironic that the United States is one of the only places there can be direct consumer advertising from pharmaceutical companies. One of the only ones. Hence why we're one of the sickest countries. Well, Big Pharma now is now trying to get full approval for an Alzheimer's disease drug that doesn't even work over 50 age populace has been a cash cow as you've seen for big pharma as the most profitable drug of all time Pfizer's Lipitor, a statin drug that artificially lowers cholesterol Prior to its patent expiring in 2011, no other drug in human history has racked up more sales than this one single drug. As their advertising campaign against cholesterol resulted in doctors placing nearly one out of every four people over age 55 on statin drugs to lower their cholesterol, we then saw the research, been around for a while, over 25% of your body's cholesterol resides in your brain and as we've seen numerous research, we've seen Alzheimer's disease skyrocket. We've even seen Dr. Stephanie Seneff from MIT who linked low cholesterol to Alzheimer's disease. And we've now seen statin drugs literally cause a whole host of some of the most horrific side effects ever, including I've seen people in my own personal you know, office here come in. They're like, yeah, bro, I felt great. I was doing fantastic. I was super healthy. Literally, I've heard this directly. Went to my doctor's office. My doctor said, oh, your total cholesterol is at 202. Oh, no, 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 no. we got to put you on Lipitor immediately. Got Right now, got to put you on Lipitor. You may die. He goes, I, I feel super healthy. All my numbers are great. No, 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 no. Your cholesterol, it's through the roof. It's 202. He goes, wasn't like 250 great 10 years ago? No. It's got to be below 200 now. In fact, we really want to see it below 180. He goes, okay, well, here's Lipitor. You need to take this immediately. Okay, okay, I'll I'll take it. I don't want to die. Takes it within two to three weeks. Can't function. No sex drive. No memory. Muscles aching. Feels absolutely horrible. He comes in and talks to me about it. I said, dude, I'm not telling you what you do with your drugs. You talk about that with your doctor. I said, but I think you should probably use some deductive reasoning. You felt great. You were super healthy. You had a great relationship with your wife. You had great mental acuity. And you started taking a drug, and now you feel the way you do. You might want to talk to your doctor about that and, you know, kind of explain what's going on and make your own decision because nobody can force you to do anything. And he later did and basically talked to his doctor and they came off of him. And the doctor's, of course, irate because, remember, This has been the most profitable drug pretty much in the history of pharmaceutical drugs, even though it is one of the most horrific drugs ever. Now they're trying to push an Alzheimer's drug that's not even basically showing any significant health benefits whatsoever. Why? Because Alzheimer's now is through the roof in a lot of cases due to pharmaceutical intervention that had no business being in places, people. We know – MCT oil is incredibly good for the brain. We know omega-3 fatty acids are incredibly good for the brain. We know cholesterol is needed for the brain. So why, if you want to use reasoning, why are you going to lower your cholesterol levels to unbelievably asinine low levels where you don't feel good in order to so-called protect you against cardiovascular disease when there is no research backing that cholesterol under 200 prevents cardiovascular disease? Do your own research before you start pumping drugs into your body. I mean, I'm serious, guys. This is becoming a serious epidemic in this country, and we're seeing now the older generation. And in my opinion, this is why it's being done. Dad's generation is one of the last main generations that really has seen a huge change in this country from good to bad. My generation's gone through it. I was born in the 80s, so I've watched it decay, and I'm right here. This new generation... I don't even know what – I'm not even going to say anything about them right now. Most of them are an embarrassment. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to burn off the baby boomer generation as fast as they can. And once they do that, it's pretty much going to be the end of my generation. I'm going to be left here. That's it. And unless the, my generation starts raising little Americans, which sadly enough a lot of them are not, that's going to be it for the country. Because once the communist agenda goes through two, three, four generations, by the time it gets to the very fourth and fifth generation, like Dad talked about with the Frankfurt School, starting back in the 30s, once it gets to that, nobody even remembers history because nobody's alive to tell the truth All you have is the communist lies and books that they force you to read, and nobody even remembers history. That is what they're trying to do. That is why they've tried to take over the school systems. That is why they're promoting common core and critical race theory and Marxism. That is why they're doing it. And so it is important we remember history, remember what has happened, and do not repeat the same mistakes that these other countries have done by allowing communism to take over, by allowing big pharmaceutical companies to dictate your health, by allowing health departments to come in and tell you you can't work because you're not essential. These are all communist ideologies, and they're all being pushed to the United States right now, and a lot of people don't
1: even see it, Dad. What do you think? Uh, Perfect. Right. I mean, the whole thing about it is this is that, you know, we have to understand who Karl Marx was. Karl Marx was a Kabbalist and basically he was really good friends with Abraham Lincoln, who was also a hardcore communist. And I posted an article yesterday about how Lincoln was a communist. You guys can read it to the Health Masters website. And, you know, people have asked me, well, Lincoln's not a communist. Why did they kill him if he was doing their agenda? Because he wouldn't put in the central bank. Lincoln was money martyred by the Rothschild banking or cartel through their agent, John Wilkes Booth, period. That's why they killed him, because he would not put the central bank back in that Andrew Jackson had taken out 20 years earlier. That's why they tried to kill Andrew Jackson multiple times, and they didn't get him killed, Old Hickory. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of him because he's another high-level mason, Andrew Jackson was, but at least he wouldn't put a central bank in and got the central bank out. Lincoln wouldn't do it either. He issued the greenbacks which was a debt-free currency from the federal government because he was not going to put the Rothschild banking cartel back in and That's why he died. That's one of the only things Lincoln did right. Remember, his wife was a Kabbalist. She was a witch, had seances in the White House. So don't make Lincoln some hero. He's not. And the problem is, it's exactly what Austin said. After the generations that were there who fought these wars die off, they could do revisionist history. Here's the problem they have with me. This is why I'm so pesky to them. My dad was born in 1901. My mom was born in 1916. I'm 65 years old. I heard all the stories of World War I from my dad. I heard all the stories of World War II from my mom and my dad. I heard the stories of the Great Depression from my dad. They were all first-hand stories of people that had been there. This is why, as Austin just said, they want the baby boomers dead. This is why they're killing so many of us now with these drugs and with these statin drugs and with these kill shots they're giving us and with the aluminum and with the mercury you know three flu shots in a row increase the risk to senile dementia by 50 percent so many people might i mean 25 percent probably 30 percent maybe 40 percent now of my class from high school will be dead you know in two years three years from now when we have our class reunion yeah that's right i mean it'll be our 50-year class reunion until 2023 and probably 30 to 40 percent will be dead you think, well, that's awful. Well, yeah, because they've killed us. Because we were the first generation to be raised entirely on junk food. We were the hostess Twinkie generation. We were the big experimental generation, and they're continuing the experimental now. The experiment now. When your cholesterol drops under 200, all disease rates go up. Cancer rates go through the roof. When you start taking statin drugs, you start having kidney problems. You start having liver problems. You start having skeletal muscle necrosis. Why do you think there's so many kidney dialysis centers everywhere? Why are there so many people on kidney transplant lists? You know, same thing with glyphosate. It destroys kidney function. The kidneys are really delicate. They can't handle a lot of stuff. they got to really filter out a lot of stuff. And you start putting poison through them, it kills the little nephrils in there, the little things that filter things. And what ends up happening, you start losing kidney function. It goes down to 90%, 80%, 70%, 60%, 50%, 10%. Oh, now you need a transplant. Yeah. And the other thing to do, they want to deal with your cholesterol now so low because you can't produce testosterone. So you stop being a man, basically. And you just sit around TV and just twiddle your thumbs all day and, and wonder when you're going to die. Yeah, you know, here's the here's the, here's an the interesting statistic. If you're on statin drugs for 37 years, you know how much longer you live? Three days. Well, I, I gosh, wait a minute. I'm going to repeat that. This is this is a study that I'd read a few years ago. The numbers may be a little bit off, but it's pretty close. 37 years on statin drugs, you live three days longer. No, I didn't say three years. I said three days. So you feel horrible for 37 years. You can't think. Brain doesn't function. You hope you don't die from something else. Your sex life is gone, forget that. So you're basically sitting around celibate for thirty seven years, waiting to die, in a stupor drooling on yourself, probably in a nursing home, but they're keeping you alive and you live three days longer, but you've lived like a like a like a really sick person for thirty seven years. You know my response to that is how about no? How about a big giant NO in our book? that we wrote a few years ago, Breakthrough Health, it talked about the top 10 drugs never to use. The number one drug that I put in the book, not to put in your body, was statin drugs. And I listed, it was literally two pages of side effects. And I just went into the journals and started pulling side effects up. And just listed all the side effects. I said, Read it yourself. These are the side effects. Look them up. Wow. And people take these things like they their candy, like Austin said, over the age of 50 now, it's a 25%, probably higher than that, people that are taking statin drugs. And the problem is they come to me and I talk to them. They walk in in a stupor. They can't think. Here's the thing, guys. If you want to keep your brain working well, Austin's right. Take cod liver oil. Take MCT oil. Take vitamin E. And eat more organic eggs. Yeah, I try to eat six eggs a day, every day. I just had three eggs for breakfast. My breakfast every morning is three to four eggs every day. And I usually have egg salad in the afternoon. Sometimes I'll you know, eat some, you know, eat some egg salad or whatever, or, some, or even the other day I told Sharon to make me a fried egg sandwich. I can't believe you had a fried egg sandwich. Yeah, I had a fried egg sandwich in organic butter with organic eggs with organic bread with no glyphosate. And I must admit, it was a really good sandwich. I really enjoyed it, but I don't eat it very often because I try to stay away from bread because it makes me gain weight. But the reality is if you want to have something like that, it's fine. Eggs are very, very, very good for you, but they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that. And this revisionist history is ridiculous. My My mom told me the story of World War II. And there's a book that came out a few years. It was called The Bad War. I've asked you guys to read it so many times. Read The Bad War. It is exactly what my mom told me happened. And my mom was suffering from severe traumatic stress syndrome, post-traumatic stress syndrome. I mean, she had it really, really bad because of what happened to her in the war. But the reality is is this. The revisionist history's teachers... They just changed the war because all of the publishers are controlled. The big publishers are all controlled by this cabal that runs the world. <laughs> just thought I'd mention that to you. All of them. And that's why I remember years ago, years ago, when I, was, when I wrote my book Maximum Energy, it sold, gosh, it's so close to a million copies. I'll never forget. I was the first book that that publisher had that got was taken into a secular bookstore. They couldn't even get into the secular stores because the cabal wouldn't let Christian books into the stores. And, and it was crazy because I went on with Neil Bortz in Atlanta. This is 20 years ago. I had a huge response on the show. I think we sold 50 or 60 thousand books, you know, in bookstores. And they were had they had them on their list, but they didn't keep them in stock. So they had to start ordering the books, you know, in order to sell them from the secular stores. And they got SKU numbers to this Christian publisher to allow them into the secular stores. I was the author that forced that from this publisher into the stores. Just thought I'd mention that. Because it was such a huge, huge success. And see, they don't want you to know what they're doing to us. They hide behind closed doors. Look what's going on right now in D.C. It's like Guantanamo Bay. Capitol rioters are being treated like domestic terrorists. They're being beaten. They're being assaulted. They're being taunted. They're being locked up in closet-sized cells for up to 24 hours a day. This is this is the group that Donald Trump, by the way, did not pardon. Suspects connected to the January 6th storming of the Capitol are basically being mistreated, according to Daily Mail's investigation. They're held in solitary confinement for up to 24 hours a day in small cells and allegedly assaulted and degraded by jail guards. The D.C. Central Detention Facility has become Guantanamo Bay for America's citizens. Richard Bigo Barnett, who's known for putting his feet up on Pelosi's desk, spoke to the Daily Mail. He said they eat slop, that the prisoners are keeping the morale up by singing the national anthem. (laughs) Oh, God makes me want to tear up, guys. They're singing the national anthem so they don't get so depressed they want to kill themselves. And they recite the Pledge of Allegiance. The guards allegedly said to him that he's going to sexually go to his house and sexually assault his wife. The January 6th Capitol protesters are being held in restrictive housing and designated maximum security risks, even worked for trials. One suspect claims in court documents he was assaulted. His lawyer said a guard allegedly attacked him. The Washington Department of Corrections didn't respond for comments. Yeah, this is America, guys. Concentration camps. Let's put the tattoos on them next. And why is this happening? Well, the crazy girl kabbalist Brittany Spears, kind of lets us know what's going on, isn't it? She appears and shocks fans and calling is her, calling herself a snake in a bizarre rant because she's so messed up from the Kabbalah that she was so involved in for so long. She shows up as a snake, basically a tribute to their god, Einsoft, the snake in a tree. The 39-year-old wore a snakeskin bodysuit in her new Instagram post, which was shared on Monday. Basically, she confused fans with this Instagram post, because she's basically calling herself a snake in a bizarre rant. (laughs) She wrote her snakeskin outfit, I held the snake at the VMAs one time, but decided to go ahead 20 years later and become the snake myself. And it goes on and on about the snake. Yeah. Why is it always about snake and all-seeing eyes? Yeah. That one Nas guy does that video of the snake crawling into the Kabbalah tree of life. That's what this is, guys. This is the cult that has ruled her. This is the cult that has controlled her. This girl, is an. Ex- she is a complete and total... <sighs> And mind control experiment gone awry she's a mess and, and basically her father is basically her conservator trying to control her estate because she's gone completely and totally loony how many people have they killed how many people in Hollywood have committed suicide quote unquote, or or suicided in a bathtub full of water or with a heroin needle in their arm or decided to start talking about things they're not supposed to talk about and suddenly they were dead and gone yeah The cabal runs Hollywood. The cabal runs D.C. The cabal runs the media. The cabal runs Zionist Christian TV. saw that. I just gave you the perfect example of that. The same cabal. Find out who you cannot criticize. You'll find out who rules you. It's the same cabalist cult that does this over and over and over because they control the money supply on the planet, with all of their central banks and everybody is beholden to them and everybody is turning into their, how should I say, slave, their money slave. Guys, it's enough. It's enough. Get involved in your local politics. Go raise H-E double sticks at your local county meetings with your school board like Austin and I did the other night. Go do it with the city commissioner. Go do it with the county commissioner. I just found out they got another big multi high density housing section eight mess going on right down the street from us you know just right now they're they're, they're approving it again they're trying to approve it so we're all going down now we're going to the county commissioners the race cane. you can't let them do it you got to at least know that you're let them know that you're alive don't austin and i are showing you guys we're not just talking on the air we're showing you we're posting the videos i'll post a video from the county commissioners meeting coming up We've got to post the videos. We've got to let you guys know what we're doing. We've got to help you to basically get involved in your own communities and encourage you to do so. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you again today. It's just a privilege to pray for you every day. I, I feel so – what's the word I'm looking for? I feel so privileged to pray for you because I know you're supporting us. You're supporting Health Masters. You're getting your vitamins and your, and your deodorant and all the other stuff from us because you know that we have to have support or we can't produce this show. We have to have support, or we have to go do something else, and we won't be here anymore. So I want to thank you. Thank you so much for taking care of us and supporting Health Masters. I love you guys. I'll finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Also, too, in other news, firearm news, all my firearm um, patriots on here. Also, to be sure, make sure the open commenting is now available as far as on the FederalRegister.gov for ATF and their band of lunatics, as they've now come out and basically put up their new uh, comments of what they want to do and their future legislation of braces. I warned you guys when the bump fire stocks, just typical stocks that slide, and – Trump basically told Sessions to make sure the ATF banned them, and they did. They turned them into a felony. No grandfathering, just snap of their fingers. They decided to make it a felony, which is completely and totally unconstitutional. They now have come out because of the braces. Told you guys before the pistol braces on short, you know, ARs that basically have a shorter barrel, so you put a brace on it it's classified as a pistol. ATF has long, has long accepted those, has said for years under numerous statements and numerous proposals, and those are completely fine, then they decided that they were going to go after them now. And they have come out with one of the most insane proposed laws I've ever seen, and this is exactly what I warned everybody about. They're now saying that when... Your now your 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 pistol is now going to be allegedly graded if they put this in the law graded on a one to four scale of how close it is to an SBR. So basically, they're going to grade it on how illegal they think it is. So if you have a red dot sight on your AR pistol, ah, that's that's one point. If you have a forward hand stop, oh, that's another point. If it weighs more than 120 ounces, oh, it's automatically an SBR at that point. I read through this the other day, and my blood pressure went up. The fact that people are even listening to this is nuts. The fact that this is even coming out is so far egregious in violation of our rights. So again, get on the Federal Registry, write your comments on there. Make your voice heard about what you think about this because this is, this is ludicrous. This is so far ludicrous as far as an invasion of the second amendment. It boggles my mind and it's crazy to me, but it's not crazy to me. ATF is a rogue agency. They're an alphabet agency that has pretty much no oversight. As we saw after Ruby Ridge, after we saw after Waco, they have no, no oversight whatsoever. None of them go to jail. None of them get reprimanded. Nobody. At all. Period. They literally live above the law. And their job is solely to violate the Second Amendment. There are no clauses. There's no asterisk in the Second Amendment about if your rifle or if your pistol or if your musket is below a short barrel inch, it's now deemed illegal and you can't have it. Are you joking me right now? You, you know what they tried to do originally with the... Uh, the colonists, they said, no, oh, we're, we're taking you powder. You can't have powder and ball. That was originally what they tried to do. Can't have powder and ball. We're restricting your ammunition. They said, okay, you, you can have it basically. Ball first. So we launch them at you. That's where it's at. I mean, are we really going to sit back and allow this? So again, this is the peaceful option. Get on there, write a comment, make your voice heard on it, and continue to speak your mind. Because the biggest thing and the worst thing that we can do is sit around and do nothing. I've said it to people that all the time. You have to continue to fight for what you believe in and fight for your convictions. You just sit back and go, well, well, you know, I don't really want to mess with it. It's like that's so with the county. Now, now, I, I just found this out the other day on the county. in the meeting's on July 7th, which is my birthday. So on my birthday – I get to have the enjoyment, being sarcastic, of going to a county commissioner meeting and basically raising cane about them trying to put medium-density apartments off a two-lane road that is already massively congested because of other subdivisions they've allowed to go in. This is where we're at. This is why we have to continue to come together as a group collectively and stand up for what's right and what's free and what's American. So I appreciate my friends. Thank you for your support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the website if you need anything, healthmasters.com, the melatonin sublingual going on sale for product of the week. We had a little issue updating that. So it will be updated here shortly as far as with the correct price, the 10% off on that product. But also, too, you can be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week. And also be sure to check out the ultimate multiple powder, probably one of the best multiple powders ever on the market On sale for over 15% off now on the website at healthmasters.com. And also, too, we do have... Another batch of the vitamin C formula in the vitamin C with antioxidants, which is with the quercetin and bioflavonoids. So that's a really popular vitamin C. I want to let everybody know that is back in stock right now on the website as well, included in the immune support kit. We're putting that back in there. So be sure to check that out. Thank you again, my friends, for the support. Continue to speak your mind. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of the most effective things you can do. Don't bow down to anybody. Don't censor yourself for anybody. I, mean, I don't mean running around being militant and, you know, yelling and cussing and hollering and pitching a fit. I don't mean that. But I mean stand up for what you believe in. Don't just sit there and cower down because somebody tells you you have to do it. Nobody owns you. Remember that. So thank you again for the support of HealthMasters.com. Call us if you need anything, one eight hundred seven two six eighteen thirty four. 726 1834 and also, to be sure if you guys need it, the expedited shipping is available on the website basically for $19.99. It's generally about a two- to three-day transit time expedited, getting there really fast. We're getting a lot of good feedback from that and basically using UPS to get packages to our customers in a timely fashion. So thank you again for that. If you need anything, be sure to call us, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you in tomorrow as always.